Um, to episode five. Five. Yep. Facts, fiction, everything in between. I'm Farron. Um, I'm Carly. Think they would know, but I hope so. <laughs> just, just in case, you know, there's yeah. always that slight chance. <laughs> but they decide episode five. That's the one I'll start on. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. People listen to it backwards sometimes. I don't know why you do that. Cause then, like, things get published and you have to like go back or something. Like, yeah, how's that work? I don't know. Hmm. All right. Well, what else? Um. Yeah. Just. Arrived at my father's house, so I'm recording in a new location, but it doesn't really matter. I thought you were there the first time we did this over FaceTime. No. Oh. No, that's my mom's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. How you doing, Carl? You good? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. I am tired. But... Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, I'll just jump right in then, okay? Okay. This episode, I am doing Jim Jones and the Jonestown Massacre. Lovely. Ooh, ah. Yeah. So, uh, in 1956, Jim Jones, Jim Jones from Indiana, decided to start a church, but it was basically. Uh, oh, I know which to... one you're doing. Sorry. <laughs> you told <laughs> you me this to... already. <laughs> what? You told me you were doing this one. Yeah. I just, I forgot. <laughs> I so forgot. You want to... When you said massacre, I thought you meant he was going to go around, like, slaughtering people with, like, no, a just machete. Wait. You got it. Just, okay. just wait. <laughs> so, he started, like, a, a cult, basically, and he called it the People's Temple. Waldorf. Yeah. He wanted to build this, like, utopia. It was, like, communism, basically. Uh, and he wanted everyone to be equal, except for him, of course, he was going to be the leader. And so he adopted a bunch of these interracial kids and wanted inclusions of all races and all ethnicities. It's like an animal farm where everybody is equal, but some people are more equal than others. Yeah. Uh, in 1966, 10 years later, he moved to his church to California and started and, uh, like, needed to find a way, like, make money to make his church. So, how he did this might just surprise you. Uh, he went door-to-door selling monkeys as pets. Cause, like a vacuum salesman, but instead of being like, hey, I have this vacuum, he's like, I got a monkey for you. You want a chimpanzee? You know, casual. Like, we've all been there, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is gonna be my first job. Yeah. Something else weird, everyone in his church had to call him father or dad. Which, like, the dad one is weird, but, like, father, like, you call lots of priests father, yeah, don't you? Like, yeah, they're all father. Something. Yeah, but, like, calling him dad, that's weird. Yeah, that one's weird. So, he described himself as Christ, and even once said that he considered himself God. Same, though. Like, honestly, just worship me, it's fine. <laughs> Because it was the 60s, obviously, he was on a lot of drugs. May or may not be related, you know. Uh. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. So, he had this very crazy paranoia. He thought the FBI and the CIA were after him. Mm. Uh, and he heard there was, like, this article that was being written about his church because it was growing. Uh, and it looked like... It was just a religious group that was in the 60s, which, like, it was happening a lot. Mm-hmm. 
but he was super paranoid, so he left the monkey sails behind and decided to go move his cult down to Gaio, Guyana, Guyana, which is in the southern, like South America, mm-hmm. uh, before they could publish the article. So he uh, found a remote section of jungle, rented it from the uh, government, and he took hundreds of his followers down to Guyana in 1973. And, like, people kept coming, after, like, for a long time. So he named this section of, ta- of like, jungle Jonestown, because narcissism, obviously. Yep, obviously. So Jonestown was his European settlement, and he was like, this is great, this is what... This is what we want. So he moved hundreds of people down there, and people kept coming, and people found, like, it wasn't as utopian as they thought it was going to be. There was a very small amount of space, and there weren't enough cabins for everybody, so there were all these bunk beds. Everyone was just crammed in, and the cabins were, like, gender-specific. So, like, married couples who'd been married for years Uh, couldn't sleep in the same room. You know, originally I was like, the gender specific is like okay. I don't have yeah. much problems that, and then it's like, but you can't you can't be with like your significant your other. Like, yeah. <laughs> so they also had to work these crazy long shifts, like twelve or thirteen hours a day, uh, and the heat was just miserable. So people kept getting sick, and what like, are, they weren't happy. What are they doing? Like, I like farming. Okay. Maybe I don't know farming. I guess. And, like, making food and clothes and stuff for everyone. Right. So, uh, Jim Jones, because he was on so many drugs, he kind of went nuts. And he would spend hours talking over, like, the PA speaker system. And people had to listen to, like, night and day, this crazy guy rant about his philosophies and Jesus and shit. (laughs) Just, like, while they were slaving away, he was just telling them that, like, they were... Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> so, everyone was kind of miserable at this point. So, now, enter stage left, Congressman Leo Ryan. Mm. He was a congressman from the U.S., uh, and he heard reports that Jonestown was a little fishy, and oh. maybe, and like some people, like family members, wanted to go see what was happening with their family because they didn't have a lot of contact with them. Right. So he went to investigate, and he brought his advisors, a film crew, and some relatives of people who were in the cult. Is there actual footage of this cult? Uh, I don't think there's footage. No, there's footage, but there are tapes of, like, recordings of his rants. Okay. Yes. So he went, and everything looked fine. They put on this big show. They knew who was coming, and they, uh... He, like, started to think maybe it was just a rumor. So, Jim Jones has, like, this schedule, a dance in the pavilion. I don't know mm. how they have a pavilion, but not enough cabins. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so, he, like, Congressman Leo was like, okay, I guess everything's fine. There are people just being annoying. But then, at this dance, uh, someone slipped him a list of names of people who wanted to leave. Ooh. So this made this re- he like realized people were being held against their will here, and the plot thickens. Yes, <laughs> like putting manure on your plants. Wow, that was real bad. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Desmond Leo, he made this big announcement saying that anyone who wanted to come with him, to leave Jonestown with him, could come with him back to America. Uh, only a few people, like 20 or so, said, they like, okay, we were going to leave. Like, this is not exactly what we want. They're, like, brave enough to actually say they want to leave. Because before, you had to get Jim Jones's permission to leave the settlement. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's no other way to go. Like... There's in the they're in the middle of the jungle. It's not like they can be like just walk to the next town. Like they can't. Right. So everyone was too scared to go against him. So he, he Leo loaded these people up onto a truck to take them back to like an airstrip where they had landed. Right. And Leo Congressman Leo said, "Okay, I'll stay behind to make sure no one else wants to come." But 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 but, but then something else happened. Ooh. While they were getting ready to leave, this guy who was a very devoted person, like, to uh, the People's Temple, Jim Jones Church, uh, ran up to him, grabbed Congressman Leo, and tried to, like, slash his throat. Oh, yeah. But, like, a bunch of people tackled him. They were like, bruh, you can't fucking just kill him. What are you doing? <laughs> are you dumb? Yes. So, Leo, Congressman Leo was like, ah, Kate, get that guy, get out of Dodge. So, he joined them, and they went off to the airstrip. So when they got there, they their plane was delayed, so they were just, like, sitting in the truck waiting for this plane, and all of a sudden there's this truck from Jonestown showed up, and it had all these members with guns, and they started shooting, and they killed a bunch of people. What there were, like, fun. four survivors. Ooh. So the cameramen, the cameramen, journalism, journalists, people who, like, uh, people, the people who are leaving, and congressmen all died. Um, so that was like, kind of like, what are we going to do now? Mm-hmm. So at, while this was happening back in J- Jonestown, Jim Jones assembled everyone and he was freaking out and he was like, okay, guys, something's going to happen at the airport, but I have nothing to do with it. Okay. Okay. I have nothing to do with it. Uh, I'm not behind it, but someone's going to attack the congressman and, they, those people are gonna, like, they're gonna think it was us. Uh, and when the U.S. finds out that we attacked their congressman, even though I had nothing to do with it, (laughs) they're gonna come down, and they're gonna torture us, and they're gonna kill us, and, like, we have to do something. Was this in the 70s? Uh, by now it's late 70s, early 80s, yeah. Do they still torture people? No, but he was crazy. Okay. Like, he, he's on drugs. Right. So, then someone came back and was like, yeah, Congressman Leo, Congressman Leo, Ryan has been killed, and he completely lost it. And there's this tape of it, and there's, like, a typed-up transcript of the tape, and it's really creepy. And so, there's just a little quote from it. It says, the group has no choice but to commit a revolutionary act. It is not suicide. It is a revolutionary act. Because he was convincing everyone to commit suicide with what? him. Yay! <laughs> so throughout the whole tape, he kept calling like the U.S. and people who weren't part of the settlement those people, like them or those people. He was like trying to humanize them so that they could uh, kind of like be more fearful of them. Mm-hmm. So he said that they are going to. He said, like, that those people are going to come and they're going to kill our babies and they're going to torture us. 
So everyone was like, what the fuck is going on? But there was this one woman. Her name was Christine Miller. And she was, like, the one person who said, like, no, we're not going to just commit suicide because you killed a congress. Like, that's not happening. Mm -hmm. So she'd been doing this for a long time. She was, like, the only one who had ever gotten away with speaking up against him. And she'd been very vocal in the past, like, I'm not going to do the shit you're asking me to do. Like, that's unreasonable. Uh, She was like an African-American senior and had, when she come aboard with the group, she thought it had been like a good idea. Like everyone was good. Okay, wait, Farron. You just cut out for a second. So just, um, (laughs) you cut out. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Sorry. Um, Christine Miller, she was speaking out a bunch, uh, and she was, like, an African-American woman. She was, like, in her 70s, and she came aboard with the group because she thought it was very, uh, like, it was a good idea to welcome everyone no matter what, but uh, when she, she, like, moved down here with them, but she didn't like it at all, and they wouldn't let her leave. So, like, and no no other, no one else seemed to get away with speaking out against him. Mm-hmm. If they did cause trouble, they were put in sensory deprivation boxes. Oh, boy. They were drugged in the medical unit, and they were threatened to be shot and buried in the jungle. Wow. So, she was brave, brave as fucking hell. Oh, she was God, going yeah. against him. And there was a time that Jim Jones held a gun to, like, to her head. But she said, like, you can shoot me, but you have to respect me first. Mm-hmm. And she said it, like, three times, and he finally, like, backed down and was like, fine. So, uh, this, well, Jim Jones was saying, well, you're gonna, everyone's gonna commit suicide with me. She, like, fought back, and this is in the tape and in the transcript. She said that, like, we're not gonna kill ourselves, what about our kids? So Jim Jones said, if they are left behind, they're gonna be tortured and killed. And she's like, we can't kill the children. Like, they're kids. Mm-hmm. So Jim Jones wasn't fond of this. He's like, this is part of our belief system. You can't do this. But Christine kept saying, like, this is not part of the belief system. Like, you have to, like, that. no. What do you mean we don't, are, we don't believe in killing kids? Like, she tried to, like, turn his beliefs against him, being like, this is what you told us to preach. Like, this is what you were telling us. But he, like, wasn't having it. So finally the crowd turned on her because they were still mostly all loyal to him. Mm-hmm. And, but he's like, okay, leave her alone, but we're still doing this. Like, So at this point she gave up because like, no one was at her side. So she basically knew she was going to die. Right. Like, she didn't know what else she could do. Because, like, th- there were a bunch of people against her, so, like... So, this is when they start to bring out the large vats of Flavor-Aid, which is basically Kool-Aid, but knockoff. <laughs> so, this Flavor-Aid was laced with, with cyanide. Because, where do they get cyanide and Valium enough to kill, like, a thousand people? What's Valium? Valium. It's a, I don't know, it's another poison. Okay. Where are you getting enough Valium and cyanide to kill a thousand people? Yeah, I don't know. Where would you like, keep that? 
I don't know. Where would you keep the flavor aid? I don't know. I guess it's like it's in like boxes, like powdered, and then you just pour it in water. Oh. I don't know. Sounds like a fun mixture. Yeah. You know, it's um blueberry and thallium. Yeah. You know. Side night cherry. <laughs> so, the crazy thing was that they had practiced this drill a lot of times, like drinking the flavor aid and like basically killing themselves. Oh, it's like a it's like a fire drill, but so yeah. dark. Uh, like he'd wake them up at like three a.m. saying that like the U.S. is coming for us, we have to drink this flavor aid, everyone. And then like forty five minutes in, he'd be like, okay, it's just a like a, just a drill, go back to bed, like you're fine. <laughs> So it's, it's actually unclear whether people knew they were actually going to die this time or if it was just a drill. Wow. Because they'd practice it, like, a bunch of times over the years. They didn't know if they were actually... No one knows if they actually knew they were going to die. Mm-hmm. So the people that spoke out, like Christine Miller, while this was happening, because they wouldn't drink it, they would inject it into them. Ooh. And if you... They if would... Mom was, so they, so they would inject, like, the entire mixture, or just the yeah. poison? Yeah, the, the entire mixture, because it, it was poison, basically, anyway. If mothers resisted having their kids, they would, like, use syringes and, like, pour it into the kids' mouths if they were too young to feed themselves. Mm. Like, if they're literally babies. That's so sad. Yeah. Uh, so the people who were, uh, like, troublemakers, they had to go first, to make sure they drank it, and then the people who are believers went after. Right. So, it was, by the time, like, people at the end were getting their stuff, people were already dying. Right. Just, like, laying, like, falling down and dying. Oh, that'd be horrible to go up last and be like, well, this has been fun. Yeah. You spend, like, so, the last half hour watching people die. Yeah. So, 911 mm. people died that day, mm. including 276 children. No. Uh, Jim Jones was killed by a single gunshot wound. No one knows if it was self-inflicted or not. Presumably it was, like, a suicide. He just shot himself. Right. So, when the U.S. came, because, like, their congressman had died, they found just this field of almost a thousand dead people. Uh, and it was just field, like, a field of bodies. Oh, my God. So, they came in with the Air Force and tagged all the bodies to bury them. And, yeah, that's where it ended. They just brought them home and buried them. So, how did they figure out what happened if nobody survived? There were, like, three survivors or something that somehow got away and ran into the forest, like, the Mm -hmm. jungle. Uh, Because, like, I guess in all of it, they lost, like, a few people, but basically everyone died. There were, like, three or four survivors. Wow. Is it disturbing that I, like, picture that in the field in front of my house? Is that, (laughs) is that disturbing at all? Like, is it? A little bit. I saw, I was looking at pictures of it and it's horrifying. It's like these cabins and then it's like an air view and it's just, just people lying on top of other people. No. It's like horrifying oh, and it's terrible and it's incredibly that. sad but that that's the end of my story for today jim that's jim jones and the jonestown massacre wow. that's where like drink the kool-aid come from if anyone but me and carly know that reference yeah kira knows it didn't you yeah. reference it with miss teason 
so. I think, I, I can't remember if she remember like, if she knew it, though. Miss Teeson's one of our teachers, by the way. Yeah, I think, I think she did. I don't know. Okay. Alright. I'm done. Your turn. Go. Cool. Um, <laughs> wow. So, um, <sighs> I did, I have two stories, because my first story is, like, a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. Uh-huh. Um, I, like, I was Googling things in Canada, because I was like, well, you know, we just can't focus all on America. And so. Yeah. So I was trying to find places in Canada that were haunted, and I didn't want to do, like, one of the massive hotels or anything yet. Uh-huh. I'm going to eventually, probably. Um, and then I was like, wow, this one looks fun, and I didn't actually read what it was about, so... This is the Baldoon Mystery. So, uh, it takes place in between 1830 and 1840 near Wallaceburg, Ontario. I which don't know is, what it is. Yeah, I don't either. It's probably why it's so short, because it's not like this happened a, a while ago. So. Uh-huh. Not very well documented, maybe? I guess. Well, but like, I don't know. Never mind. Okay, sorry. I was gonna make a stupid point, and then I realized that my math is horrible. Okay, so, um... Sorry, I'm just plugging in my device so I don't die in the middle of this. Oh, that would be horrible. Okay. Yeah. So... You know what? Never mind. Uh, so, John A. McDonald, which is our first prime minister... Yeah. Yes. I, okay. Never mind. I'm just not gonna bring up the problem that I kind of see, because I'm stupid. What? Anyway, um... See, I don't want to say it, because we're recording this, and we're not editing, because we're too stupid to figure out how. Yeah. And, um... Is it, like, I a don't controversial want... thing, or No, what? no, it's... Me trying to figure out if he's actually alive at that time or not. John McDonald? I don't know when he was alive. <laughs> I'm going to pause the recording and we're going to have a fun conversation, okay? Okay. Here we go. Well, I just... I just Googled it. So it's fine. Yes, just took a short was... break and checked. We're good. It's fine. Okay. So, um... This is still... Okay, whatever. He's 15 years old. Uh, John A. Macdonald acquired a acquired some land um, coveted by some other people, uh-huh. probably First Nations people. <laughs> I don't know. Could it be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and like these other people were headed by an old woman, um, and she offered to buy the land from him many, many times, um, and he was like, no. Just no. <laughs> no. So, um, um... Let me think about it. No. No. So, um, one day... I don't think McDonald was a sassy teenager. <laughs> mm, let me... No, okay? Just, just go. Honestly, like, if, if... 
it's my property. Like, you can't buy my land. Just no. <laughs> it's, like, it's like this fight I had with this kid <laughs> when I was, like, like seven. Mm-hmm. So do you remember Cohen? Yeah. Okay, and then his little sister, Soleil. Yeah. Um, we, we used to be friends, and we were, um, um, we didn't get along that great. So, yes. so, one day, we were having one of our many, many arguments over stupid stuff. Yeah. And, uh, we were sitting in her front lawn having this argument, and then she just randomly stood up, and this is like a five-year-old. She stands up and goes, get off my property. <laughs> get off my property, okay? I am John and McDonald. Fuck off. Jesus, that's... That's so stupid. It's so funny. <laughs> like, bro, you don't even own the Tinky, okay? No. <laughs> okay, so um, one day, some of the young... Women of the McDonald family <laughs> were working in a barn, um, and like a random pole just fell from the ceiling. Oh Jesus! And they were like, "That's eh, fine. It was the wind," and they just yeah. kind of like, ignored it. Um, a little bit later, another pole uh, came down. Um, <clears throat> like are they metal poles? I don't know. I don't think so. Were they like wooden beams? I'm something? pretty sure they they would have been like wooden beams. Okay, okay. Yeah. So a wooden beam pole. Yes. <laughs> a wooden beam. Beam, not beam. Beam. Pole. <laughs> a wooden beam pole. That's yes. okay. <laughs> um. Uh. And so um, a second one came down. Uh, like a. A little bit later, and um, there was also nothing to explain it. And then, um, a third pole came down and almost hit them, and they- It's just collapsing, they're like, ah, don't worry about it. The first two times, they're like, it's fine, and then they almost get hurt, so they book it. Oh, Um, God. So they book it out of the barn and go back to their house. Huh. (laughs) I just pictured, like, (laughs) people in, like, their long dresses with the aprons just, like, running out of a barn- no, no, they wouldn't run. They would do that little, like... Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Like, they'd, they'd pick their skirt up with both hands. And walk and, fast. Like, like, yeah, like, waddle quickly. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, let me get everybody run. Waddle, waddle, waddle. They're like little penguins. <laughs> okay. Um, so, the family began hearing strangers... Um, marching through the kitchen in the middle of the night. Um, they never saw anybody. Um, there was unseen people who threw bullets and rocks through all of the windows. Wait, um, they threw bullets? Yeah. Jeez, and rocks, Jesus. Like, Call your help. But they didn't shoot the bullet. How do they know if they threw it or they, they shot it? Th- because of, Farron, bullets move quickly. I know, but did it go through an open window or is it a closed it's window? It's a closed window. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. So they, uh, all of the windows in the house ended up breaking, so they were just all boarded up. Oh, jeez. Um, a visitor was standing in the kitchen one day, and he was hit by a chest in the chest by by a stone, and he was like, "That's rude. He's a visitor. He I didn't know. even do anything." So, and he was like, "Well." Okay, and he picked it up, 
and he walked over to this nearby river and just kind of hucked it in there. <laughs> All right. Okay. Team player, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, a few minutes later, the same stone appeared at his feet in the kitchen. How does he know it's the same stone? It's a rock. Yeah, I don't know. I was reading this, and I was like, that's creepy. And I didn't really think of, like, <laughs> how do you identify <laughs> one stone? Maybe it was, like, specific. Maybe it was, like, one of those sparkly ones. There's still a lot of sparkly stones. Well, no, yeah, but maybe it had, like, maybe it was, like, it was, like, a perfect circle or something. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't know. Okay, no, <laughs> I no. reason No, this it. is how he did it. He picks it up and he goes, it's like that scene in Brooklyn Nine-Nine when they're trying to break into the FBI. Yeah. And there's the two, with like, the, the, the blueprint, and they're like, my lint is blue. My lint is oblong. It's like that, except with this stone, where he's like, this stone is pointy on the right side. But if you flip it over, then it's the left side. I don't know. <laughs> this stone has three parts that jut out. Things like that. This stone deserves to fall into the river. This stone is oblong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> okay. Um... Mysterious fires would start randomly in this house. Uh, friends of the McDonald's would told uh, told them. Uh, what now? Sorry. Um, uh, eventually, the McDonald's were like, "Well, this sucks." So they went to a friend, and the friend was like, uh, "She told they told them of a woman, um, and they ha- and this woman had a power of stone reading." So the McDonald's went to see her. Wait, power of what? Stone reading. What is that? I don't know. Oh, is it like when you like throw the chicken bones and? Maybe. I don't know. I should do my research better. Yeah, I really should, shouldn't I? Um. Anyway, so they went to see this woman, and the woman told them about. Uh, oh, th- so they told the woman about all of these strange happenings, and the woman yeah. asked if they'd seen a strange bird around, um, and the family said yes, uh, because they, they had seen a goose with a black head. Mm-hmm. Wow! Like all the Canadian goose? Yeah! I don't know. I, they all have I black heads. Don't what do you know. mean? <laughs> don't. Was it like a, a grim where it's like, oh no, now it's gonna kill us? I don't know. I'm literally getting to the point where I'm like, I don't know if this actually happened. This might be fake. <laughs> it might be fake. Just keep going, whatever. It's an interesting story. Anyway. It's fine. I'm like making fun of it. <laughs> um, so, the woman told them that if they shot the goose with a silver bullet, uh, the bird said... Oh, so, so, the woman told them to shoot the goose with a silver bullet. Um, if the bird would... And said that if the bird got hurt, so would their enemy. So, like, the pe- like whatever's causing all these strange things, I guess. Um, uh. So, the McDonald's shot the bird. <laughs> uh, one, okay. One of the McDonald's, obviously male, because women can't shoot guns, uh, walked to the riverbank obviously. One, <laughs> one morning. Or helpless. Obviously. And spotted a flock of geese, and he he um, 
spotted this uh, one black, uh, this one goose with a black head in the flock of geese with black heads. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and he shot it in his wing. And oh, jeez. One in its head. I don't know. He probably had bad aim. Uh, and the wing was... <laughs> Sorry. And the wing got broken. Um... No wonder you shot at it! <laughs> <laughs> he then went back to the house of the old woman who had uh, wanted to buy his land. And she had a broken yeah. arm. And then no more strange happenings ever happened ever again. Oh, just done now. Yep, that's it. That is it. Like, <laughs> so that's why I did a second story. Because I was like, well, that was a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like, are you ready for another yes, st I am. stupid one that is very poorly documented? Let's go. Oh, look, it's even shorter. That's fun. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Um, so this is the story of the Bell Witch Cave. Um, in 1817, a farmer named John Bell moved with his family from North Carolina to a 230-acre farm in Robert Robertson County, Tennessee, which is close to the Kentucky, Kentucky border. Um, John Bell and his family... Wow, okay, well, that starts real fast. Um, <laughs> I was like, well, that's all the history. Let's go. Belle and his family heard rattling chains and choking choking sounds and heavy knocking on the walls. Immediate... What the fuck? That was just out of nowhere. I know. I know you said it, but I was like, hmm. I know. big. <laughs> um, so they, like, immediately they started hearing rattling chains, choking sounds, and heavy knocking on the walls. And eventually they heard a voice belonging to what they said was a witch. Yeah. So I hear is like a real high cackling voice. <laughs> That's really creepy. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. <laughs> it wasn't. It was like, that was, okay, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. You just, you just possessed or something. It's going to be great. Okay, so then. Uh, Belle told the community... And they, uh, they had heard about these ghostly occurrences before. Um, some stayed over at the Bell's house to experience the occurrences for themselves. Um, some say that it was a male slave Bell had killed. Others say it was someone Bell had cheated in North Carolina who had come back from the dead for revenge. Um, and the most popular theory is that... Um, uh, one of their neighbors, who the who they thought was a witch, uh, really hated Belle's daughter, uh, Betsy. Um, so she was just kind of like bothering them. <laughs> what do you mean? What? Like, like their neighbor, uh, named Kate Bats, um, didn't like Belle's daughter Betsy, so she was. Like, sending evil spirits to their house to bother them. Okay. <laughs> so stupid. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, eventually, Bell died under very suspicious circumstances, um, and some say that he was poisoned by this witch. Um, okay. <laughs> what? This is like... Okay. 
scene's so short. Like, there's a cave on Bell's on the Bell's property, um, and people say the witch lived there after killing him. Uh-huh. Um. Uh, uh, one time before John Bell died, his yep. daughter Betsy and some of her friends went to explore the caves, and mm. one of the friends crawled into a hole and got stuck. Uh, oh God! Yeah. Someone yelled, "I'll get him That's out." What, that okay. Sorry, that's like my worst fear, like crawling into a cave and getting stuck. Like we went on that cave when we were in grade six. We went no. on that cave thing. You like the squeeze part where it's like super nope. shallow. Nope. I get so freaked out whenever I think of that. I hated that so much. I oh my god! I like the, he was like we can fit like four people in here. No, it was like it was worse when it was going, and then there was the parts from like the top of the tunnel that would come down, and you'd have to go underneath them. Yeah. Not oh pleasant. my god, that, I like hate, he was like, can you fit four people, I'm like, can we please just not, because it was like, three, it was like me, Shiz, and Sienna, and I was like, guys, can we actually not, I need to get out of here, they're like, okay, sure, <sighs> that was, I hated that. That was not fun. Anyway, so, guy gets stuck, and somebody yelled, I'll get him out, and the boy felt something, someone pull him out, but he didn't see anybody, and, um, <laughs> and then... All of the friends were lectured by an invisible person on reckless cave exploration. Yeah. That's it. That is the Bell Witch Cave. Wait, real? I thought it was more in-depth because it was like a big movie, isn't it? Uh, yes. I don't know. Well, like, it just ends there? Uh-huh. It's not like, okay, and then the house blew up and she was <laughs> no, burned like, for being a witch? Like, that's it. Because they couldn't, like, I don't know. They... They offer a lot of tours. Okay. So most of the things that came up when I was searching for any information was like, all the tours have been canceled due to COVID-19. Like, I don't care. You're like, I don't care. (laughs) I just want to look at them. Just let me look. I know. (laughs) So, sorry. Mine was like super bad this time. No, it was good. I I enjoyed making fun of them. And they're fun. They're like, they're interesting though. Okay. If I see a goose, I'll make sure to hit it, so then... A silver bullet, too. It's oh, like, okay, it's a right, sorry, goose. I'll make sure to hit it with a silver bat, just in case no. I see any Canadian geese, you know? No, no, it's like a were... Because you know how werewolves have to get killed by silver bullets? Yeah. It's like a were-goose. <laughs> that curse them. The bell... Is, is that the bell which Curse case? them it's... the were-goose. <laughs> the curse of the were-goose? Uh, the were-goose witch? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Negatives? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the curse of the were-goose. Oh That's my god. funny. Like, <laughs> honestly, we're hilarious. Like, I just think I'm so funny. We're like top ten comedians. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, thank you for your story. It was good. Yeah, thank you. Your story your was... Stories. Your story was much better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I failed last time. We're, we're just straight. It's good. What did you do last time? I was just so out of it, and I, like, my timeline was so bad. I'm sorry, oh, everyone yeah. who had to listen to me being like, okay, and then I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it was like me trying to do Robert the Doll, where I'm like, and I wrote these notes a month and a half ago, so I don't know what any of them mean. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, so, everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, listening. 
Yes? Carl, take it away. Do the, oh, the, God. the thing. Uh, I should pro- you know, every, I feel like I've said this more than once. It's like, I should write it down. But yeah. I don't. <laughs> also, we still haven't had that conversation about address. The Okay, we'll have it. Yeah, we did it. Okay, whatever. It's fine. Um, So, thank you for listening to Facts, Fiction, Everything in Between. Um, If you want to email us and compliment us about our stories. Hilariousness. Yeah. Yeah. Compliment our jokes. Our wittiness. Yeah. (laughs) You can, or to email, or email us uh, suggestions for stories to do, you can email us at ff and everything in between at gmail.com um the and is the word not the symbol um you can follow us on instagram at ff and everything in between again the and is the word not the symbol and we changed the handle like a week and a half ago or something um yeah because it was like f underscore f it was just it so was, many it underscores was and much. it was annoying to say and it was annoying to hear so <coughs> it, it was too much so yeah, yeah. follow carla's personal no don't mm, mm, just do it okay just... <laughs> yeah okay uh yeah um, yeah yeah uh that's that's it that's it all right everybody um also never mind wait Okay. <laughs> this was episode five, right? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Oh wait, no, 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 no. There's more. Uh, you can what? find you can find our podcast on. Oh yeah. Podbean, maybe. Yep. That's a whole different conversation. Podbean, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts. No, Google Music Play, and Google po- Play. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one. And, uh, Pocket Cast. And iTunes. It's the same thing. iTunes, Google Play, Apple Podcast, and Pocket Cast and Podbean. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Yes, okay. Uh, bye. 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 <laughs>